putting things out in the universe that you're looking for. So if you're looking for certain kind of deals, being more intentional about talking about that, what you, what you are looking for and that which you envision. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode and the interview with our best ever guests, I want to mention FundNet Flip because FundNet Flip is an online lender that gives you fast, convenient access to really affordable money that you need for your flip project. So if you're doing residential flips, then the main thing I imagine that you're focused on uh, or the main two things are the deal and the money. Uh, So if you've got the deal pipeline, but you need access to cash and you want to build a reputation within a, uh, a group that will continue to invest their dollars into your deals, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Uh, the, the founder of Fund That Flip is Matt Rodak, and he's actually one of my very first guests on the show. It's episode number seven. Um, so if you have a chance, go check that out too. familiarize yourself with Matt and um, what he's all about. But when you're needing money and you want an online lender that provides fast, convenient access to affordable capital for your flipping projects, then Fund That Flip's the way to go. Their team has over 200 deals under their belt. And uh, you can actually, this is crazy, you can actually be approved immediately within 30 seconds once you put in your information. Uh, so go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever and get some money for your flipping projects. Okay, here's a no-brainer. Since you're a real estate entrepreneur, you know that selecting a health insurance plan is a real pain and dealing with the whole process is a pain. That's why I've partnered up with Stride Health and they make the whole process really easy and they have a personal concierge service for you to help you out. They've got a fancy algorithm that helps find the right health plan just for you and on average they can save you 400 bucks a year and it only takes 10 minutes. Go to stridehealth.com forward slash best ever. That's S-T-R-I-D-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com forward slash best ever. Well, hello there. How you doing, best ever listeners and all of the loyal listeners for Michael Blanc's podcast. All right, so we're doing something a little bit different today. It is a Follow Along Friday. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Follow Along Friday, basically it's a it's a Friday where we give you an update, or I, I usually give you an update for the best ever listeners on my show about what I've got going on. But I was like, we've got to we got to do something a little bit more dynamic. So I've invited my friend, and for best ever listeners, I know you know Michael Blanc. He is a real estate, a, a multifamily real estate investor and entrepreneur, and he's been on the show a couple times. And we're going to tag team this follow along Friday. So hello, best ever listeners, and for all of the apartment building investing podcast listeners with Michael Blanc, how's it going? Outstanding, Joe. Hey, I appreciate being on the show. I think it's a fantastic idea because, you know, I interview all kinds of people and you're on the show as well. And people say, you know, gosh, that's, I appreciate it. But what are you up to these days? So I think, you know, being a fly on the wall in a conversation of kind of what you and I are doing on a weekly basis, I think it's a fabulous idea. Yeah, yeah. It's the same feedback from, you know, from best ever listeners. You know, it's about, yeah, it's great to hear all the interviews, but what the heck are you up to? So I'm, I'm glad that glad that we're having this conversation. So for everyone out there, basically how we're going to structure this is we're going to talk about what we've got going on over the last seven days. And this is not to 
talk about our accomplishments and beat our chest. This is to talk about the things that we're coming across as active real estate investors and multifamily and the things that we're learning as we're coming across them so that the learnings can be applied to what you've got going on in the multifamily space as well. So that's the whole purpose of this. So with that being said, Michael, you want to you want to kick it off a little bit? Yeah, I mean, why don't we start with you? I mean, what's kind of the best thing that's happened to to you over the last 7 days? Oh, well, I'd say the best thing would be I actually had a guest on my show, just an incredible interview, Richard Wilson. And he has a podcast called um, Family Offices. And I've been listening to this for, I don't know, like three, four months now, because my whole focus right now with uh, multifamily syndication is getting a high net worth investor in the $10 million range. And so what I started looking at were were family offices. And I, I didn't know anything about family offices before I started looking. I don't know. In fact, I don't even know how I came across it. But I started listening to his podcast and did more research on what he's got going on. And he actually, not only is he the host of the podcast, but he has a single family office. So basically what that means is he oversees the investments for a family one family, and the family has a net worth of over 100 million bucks. And he also has relationships with three different billionaire families and is the, uh, I think, I forget the term, but basically like a a broker who finds investment opportunities for them. Mm -hmm. So had a conversation with him and invited him on my podcast. That went well. Afterwards, we got to talking and he's like, well, I got this event in Miami and uh, you should come check it out. And so I am. And first Mm. time I have never been to Miami, but this event is all about, it's a meeting of the minds for family office professionals and those who are interested in the family office industry. And David Lindahl's presenting there. Um, He's the only name I recognized. For the most part, it's kind of hedge fund people and and people who head up family offices. But these these are high net worth families at least 20 million and upwards to you know billions dot 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 and my goal is to one you know build a relationship with Richard there but then two is just to learn more about it cuz that's the key for what I've got going on cuz as I'm learning more and more about the family offices their returns that they look for are with a stabilized multifamily syndicated deal 12% internal rate of return and above. And so, you know, the the type of returns I've been doing are 20% internal rate of return and above. And what I've noticed is that we could be we could get into a lot more deals if we get cheaper money. That's basically what it boils down to. So, in addition to that, if I can find a 5 to 10 million dollar investor that wants to, you know, partner on a, a syndicated deal, then, you know, that would open up, you know, the, the floodgates for a lot more opportunity. Yeah. What a wonderful opportunity. And, and, and you know, the podcasts are a great excuse to get uh, people that otherwise probably wouldn't, wouldn't uh, answer your, your phone call and get a half hour with them. And it's, it sounds like it's a fantastic introduction to kind of the next level that you want to be at. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for it for sure. Cool. When going on the other side of the table, what would you say over the last seven days, what's been the best thing to happen to you? Well, I, I had a, a 76 unit deal uh, come over um, and, and it's, it's a result of you know putting, putting things out in the universe that you're looking for. So if you're looking for certain kind of deals, being more intentional about talking about that, what you, what you are looking for and that which you envision 
And I've been I've been doing that the last last month, and it's it's starting to kind of pay off. You just simply talk to everyone you know and be more intentional in your networking, and uh, people are starting to to respond to that. So I was very excited that that was starting to starting to happen because I you know I'm being more intentional in the networking and uh, and working with some of my students and people out there, uh, even non-students, using sites like the Bigger Pockets, etc., and putting out there what kind of what kind of deals I'm looking at. So that that was kind of kind of cool. That kind of deal materialized, you know, within the last five days. Nice, yeah. nice. If you don't have it under contract, then obviously you've got to be a little cryptic about it. But what can you tell us about it? Yeah, yeah. I don't have it under contract yet. We're still batting the LOI around, but but it, it looks like it's promising. And it's 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 a distressed, slightly distressed property. It's already been renovated to seventy percent, but the the owner who's who's had it has just grown tired, and uh, and he's just done with with the whole process, which is great because the building is about thirty five percent vacant. So there's still a lot of uh, opportunities, still a lot of work to do, and that's kind of stuff that I'm looking for is in the two to f- you know four million dollar range, and something that where we can add some some value. So this this fits in that in that uh, criteria. So would you do a bridge loan, or would you go in all cash initially? How would you take it down? I don't know yet. I don't. Know. It could be one of those things where the seller might finance it for you know a, a period of time, or if not, a bridge loan would probably probably something something we would consider. And where are you at with it? I know you said you're in the LOI process, but what type of position do you have versus them? Or is it really just kind of getting the getting the thing signed? Well, no, I mean, we're, I, I don't know, we, we, have, we have a basic uh, under, basic agreement on moving forward. We just have to kind of get it done. So I, I, I do feel like we'll get it on a contract. Uh, it's just, it's just a time is passing and with, with, you know, with the holidays, things take a little longer. Yeah, yeah. So well, with cool. the holidays, usually, usually that's a good thing yeah. because then the, the number of buyers dries up. And then yeah. you're able to be a little bit more yeah. shiny of an object in front of the seller. So as you said uh, earlier, you know, it's not all fun and games of what we do here. And so what's, what's kind of your biggest challenge right now? Well, very <laughs> tactically speaking, it's a fire hydrant at one of my properties that decided to leak. <laughs> and after a, a plumber looked at it, it, it I'm chuckling, and but now now I'm not going to chuckle. Uh, after the plumber looked at it, it was look, I have a quote of between thirty five hundred and fifty four hundred dollars. That's you know to to fix it or to replace it rather. You know, we we've had a leak and we we went to get it fixed and they dug down there and that's the estimate. So you know it, it's my background in real estate or my when I started out in real estate as, as you know I started out with single family homes and boy when. You, you put down, when you have something come up in a single family home, it's typically not going to cost $5,400, depending on what it is. But I mean, typically you won't, you won't find that, at least not with mine. I had some turnover costs for about 5000 but um, kind of anticipated that. But boy, when, you, when, when there's a fire hydrant, I mean, that's one thing I didn't expect to cost this much money. So, you know, we'll get it addressed, obviously, and then life will go on. But it was one of those things that's happened. You know, we're kind of an update. This is an update within the last seven days. One of those things that happened within the last seven days, and it was a character building experience, to say the least. What about you? What's the biggest challenge that happened in the last seven days? Yeah, it's been a challenge been going on for for, for a little little while longer. But really, one of my main challenges is time right now because I I'm still spread a little thin. Uh, I have uh, still in the restaurant business and uh, and I have some students that are taking up time, and I really enjoy that. And I'm also looking for deals. So time has been there's there's it's really been a challenge. There's so many things I want to do. Right, I have I, I have so many great ideas that are all fantastic. But having the time to do it, and so what I, the way I've tried to address it is by I created a whiteboard 
and I put like these major bubbles in, in areas that I want to do and kind of just look at it. And I was, I was, you know, it was a lot of things on this whiteboard and, you know, moving things around and prioritizing things and becoming clear what, you know, what are the really the top three priorities and focusing on those three things and then, and, and maybe, de, you know, de-emphasizing some of the other things that, that may not be as important, as exciting as they might be. So, you know, that's kind of been my, my bigger challenge and I've been doing this for about a week now. So, so it's, it's, yeah, it's a it's a challenge that I've I'm working on, and that's the way I'm doing it. And I think it's good. It, 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 I have this whiteboard in my office, and and I look at it, and it reminds me whenever I'm about to do something and put it on my to do list. That you know, does that map into you know the top three things I want to do? Were you inspired by that somewhere, or did you just create that approach? Yeah, so it's it's funny. No, actually, I, I was I was complaining to my wife about this, and she goes, "Well, I have this whiteboard out in the basement. Why don't you start drawing writing on it?" <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Let me let me do that. <laughs> so I'll have to. That was her idea. Awesome. Yeah, I, I actually coincidentally, I had a whiteboard. I guess it's not a board. Technically, it's just like something you can buy on Amazon. It's like wallpaper, but it's it's in a cutout of like a whiteboard and you just like stick it up on your wall and you can write on it. And I had that for the longest time in my New York City apartment. But since I've recently moved to Cincinnati, I haven't put that back up. But I loved it because I would just list out the top goals I have for that month. And then if I was ever at a, in a lull throughout the day, I just simply look up at the five or six different goals I had for that month. And I'd be able to see what I need to be working on. Okay, there you go. There's your best ever advice for the day right there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> We're going to make this thing out of two episodes oh, then. I'll just like cut and paste and put in another episode. Now, this is great. So real quick, just uh, what, what are you working on now here next, next week or two? Well, I've got that conference, that family office conference I'm going to in Miami. So that's a top priority for me. Then I'm working with a working, actually work on a contract myself I've got a buyer for my apartment community in Cincinnati, and we've agreed upon the LOI. They've sent over their contract, which aligned with the business terms that we've agreed upon in the LOI. Our attorneys, you know, marked it up, sent it over to them, and now it's back over to them. So we're doing the, uh, you know, the the lawyer volley back and forth. But I'd say within the next seven days, assuming that uh, things go according to plan then we'll, we'll be getting that signed and they'll be entering into the due diligence stage. Houston deal, I got a you know, 250 unit in Houston. That's going well. So you know, as far as what, I, what I'm doing, I'm going to be sending out a, an email to my investors. I do that at the end of every month or at the beginning of the, the next month. So I'll be sending out a monthly email. And then uh, I, I'd say, yeah, again, it's just uh, finding that big, that five to 10 million money partner. And I think the family office conference is, is going to be the way to go there. Yeah. Awesome. What about you? What you got going on this week? Well, I'm going to work on the 76 unit. That's, that's a pretty, pretty big deal and see where, see where it goes. I've had a couple other properties under contract the last six months and uh, uncovered things during due diligence that didn't work out. So I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm not going to be too crushed if it turns out to be a complete dud. We'll see. And, and I continue looking for more deals and filling the pipeline specifically through networking more, uh, not only with brokers, but more specifically through, through others. There's a lot of eyes and ears on the ground. Uh, and, and a key to that was identifying like my top 10 cities that I, you know, that are driven by certain economic indicators, high yield and, you know, proximity to me and, and personal preference. And that really helps narrow the focus down a little bit and helps people guide people and myself in looking for deals. So those, those two are probably on the deal finding side, uh, top priority for me. And that's kind of what I'm working on now. And do you have the money lined up for them? 
Yeah, I have a good amount of money lined up for the kind of deal I'm looking for. That's right. And and the challenge has been that I need to find a deal because uh, people, you know, people's priorities change with time. And, and one day they're willing to invest and the other day they've maybe deployed or something happened. So it's one of those things where there's a certain sense of urgency whenever you have kind of investor money lined up. Remind me again, at 76 unit, you found it through one of your students or somewhere else? Yeah, this was through one of my students. And, and what I'm finding is, uh, you know, I'm teaching them how to analyze and find deals, and that's great, and to, to raise money. But sometimes the deal precedes the money. And when that happens, they go, oh my gosh, I got this this deal. I think I got a bite on this thing, but I don't have the money quite raised for you. Yet. You know, what do I do? And I said, well, if it fits my criteria, let's let's talk and refer to me or we'll partner on it or do something. And this is a, a fairly recent phenomenon for me, and uh, and it's something that's starting to get some traction. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there uh, anything else that we need we should catch up on? No, I think that's it. I think it's a great opportunity. I appreciate the uh, you know the dialogue here and, and finding out more what you're up to. Yeah. Well, I love catching up with you, Michael, and love hearing about what you got going on. You know, it's always nice to chat with someone who's actively doing this stuff as well and you know best ever listener do you call your listeners or do they have a, a, a special name or do you call them the blancs yeah <laughs> i already have the mini blancs those are my four kids so no i would call them that <laughs> uh listeners listeners is fine all right all right fine. well now there's like a, a a superiority complex though because i i've got the best ever listeners and, and then how can i you've beat got that? listeners <laughs> I just have listeners, you know I'm just... <laughs> hey we're all created equal so whatever our name is i i hope everybody enjoyed the conversation with the special edition of follow along friday go ahead and, and shoot me an email at info at joe fairless if you like this format this is the first time i've I've done kind of a, a dialogue format on Follow Along Friday, or you can tweet me at Joe Fairless, whatever. However, you you know you can you're resourceful. You can figure out how to get a hold of me, and let me know what you think about this format. And Michael has been great. I hope you have a best ever weekend, and um, I guess we'll we'll catch up soon, my friend. Sounds good. Have a great week. If you need money for your flipping project, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. You'll know within 30 seconds if you're approved or not to get money for your residential flip. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Okay, here's a no-brainer. Since you're a real estate entrepreneur, you know that selecting a health insurance plan is a real pain and dealing with the whole process is a pain. That's why I've partnered up with Stride Health, and they make the whole process really easy, and they have a personal concierge service for you to help you out. They've got a fancy algorithm that helps find the right health plan just for you, and on average, they can save you 400 bucks a year, and it only takes 10 minutes. Go to stridehealth.com forward slash best ever. That's S-T-R-I-D-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com forward slash best ever.